Hello, Janine Kathleen here. Welcome to the Mindset Alchemy podcast, where we explore how to know intuitively, create intentionally, choose consciously, and be effortlessly. We explore the power of thinking, emotions, feelings, and words. We help bring you awareness, consciousness, and an understanding of what it is to alchemize your life so that you can enjoy it, expand it, and create magnificently and be the magic, marvelous, and miraculous person that you can be. Let's get on with it now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mindset Alchemy podcast, um, which you know from the intro anyway. And it is my privilege today to introduce you to Julie Mann, all the way from England. Welcome, Julie. I'm so glad you could make it today. Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. And hello, everybody, whoever it is we're talking to. (laughs) Yes, people across the world. It's wonderful. Julie, please, can you introduce yourself to all these beautiful people listening and watching? Sure. So my name is Julie Mann, and um, I I really help people to live their best life. Uh, I do that in terms of uh, helping them with their habits. I think, you know, if you change your habits, you can change your life. And also, I help people to age well with cutting-edge products, in a nutshell. That's beautiful. Yes, because aging, ageism is a real thing today and aging gets taken as a bad thing rather than a thing to be taken gracefully, I feel. Julie, what led you along the path of habits? What got you there? Okay, well, I have been an actor for over 40 years, so that's something I still do um, alongside my, um, my other businesses. And um, I spent most of my life really, Janine, um, being happier playing someone else than being myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess over the years, I've had some habits that really, a lot of habits that haven't really served me, drinking too much, smoking 30 cigarettes a day, uh, being in relationships oh. that didn't serve me, um, not eating to nourish my body. So I got into all sorts of, of patterning and um and it wasn't until quite late in my life really um probably sort of 40s um 40s 50s that I realized that I absolutely needed to do something about it and it was around the time that I had my daughter because I didn't really want to pass on those habits to her so um that's when I kind of you know I did some I went and did the landmark forum actually I don't know if you've heard of the landmark forum I've heard of it, but please could you explain for the audience? So it's basically a course which is all about um, having a conversation in what it is to be human. And and it was in that conversation that I got to see some of the things that I was doing and how really it didn't serve me. I mean, on on the one hand, it was pretty obvious, but actually for me to understand that was, was quite a breakthrough. And for me to see also that I really wasn't the person that I thought I'd, that I was. And I think that, you know, in any moment we can recreate ourselves, can't we? Because even in this, even in the time that we spend on this, this podcast, we're not the same person that arrived on the call as we are when we leave the call. And that's partly because, you know, our cells die, cells are dying 
you know, new cells are being born. So literally we aren't physically the same person, but actually um, often, you know, hearing something new in a different way can have us um, choose to do things differently in, mm -hmm. in the next moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, that has been my experience. And I always say to people, you uh, I love what you said, because I always say to my clients, you don't finish the day, the person you started it. And if you feel you did, go back and evaluate your day again. <laughs> yeah, because I think it's very easy to kind of, um, you know, we wake, we wake up and we think, you know, we, we reach for our phone maybe um, to, to remind ourselves of who we are. And then we become the person that we think we are. But actually we aren't actually any of that um and i guess until until i discovered that i had a say um and any power in my life i didn't really understand any of the things i'm talking about in fact maybe there'll be some people um listening thinking what on earth um but yeah for me it was it was a, a long journey and i don't regret any of the any of my past why why would i looking mm -hmm. back at things that I could have done differently. But now having a say in how my life goes really makes a difference because, you know, every day stuff happens, doesn't it? Stuff happens in life, you yes. know, things that perhaps we don't like. Mm -hmm. you know? And it's who are we going to be about those challenges? And I think that's what's so exciting, actually, because we always have a choice, even if we think we don't. You might not like the choices we've got, but we always have a choice. People forget that, that they always have a choice. The people say, I had no choice. Yes, you did. You yeah. always have a choice. In fact, and this is something I've learned, we all have 17 seconds to either react or to respond. <clears throat> and sometimes we are oblivious of the consequences and therefore we feel we have no choices or we dislike the consequences. So we feel we're being forced to make another choice. Would you say that your daughter was the only catalyst that helped you get into a more creative and expansive space? Or was there other stuff? No, in I think there's usually always other stuff, isn't there? I think um, maybe just realizing that as I was getting older, my life was not going to change for the better. Mm. I carry on doing what I was doing. Um, yeah, I think often it's it's difficult because it's it's usually not one thing, is it? Because there's so much happening in life. But uh, yeah, I you know when I was smoking, I got to the point where I couldn't I couldn't laugh without coughing, and um, okay. and I thought, no, it's time time for a change. I, and I didn't like the way I was feeling. You know, if I was drinking, you know, if I'd drunk too much the night before, mm. um, it it just didn't feel good. It didn't set me. Um, up the next day. Oh. That is actually very intriguing that you say that because one of my things is I prepare for my day the night before. Um, yes, I prepare on the morning, but I like to know the night before. What am I doing? What's my timing? Who am I seeing? I normally do it on a Sunday for the entire week and then I confirm it the night before. So that's very interesting that you realized you were setting yourself up for an interesting day the next day. When you look back at your career, apart from the smoking and the drinking, what do you feel you've brought forward that absolutely empowers the people whose lives you touch currently? I think that... As I mentioned earlier, you know, I, I 
always thought that I should be someone else, you know, when I was playing someone else, mm -hmm. they always seemed to be, you know, so much, inverted commas, better than I thought I was. Um, and actually what I came to realize was the best part I could ever play was me. And um, what I've really learned is that being me is what makes me happy being, you know, being true to who I am, listening to myself, um, taking care of myself and uh, being aligned to the kind of core values that I have is really, really important. And that's what has my life work. And I think, um, I think, mostly that's what people want to be accepted for who they are mm. and um but if we don't accept who we are then it doesn't matter what other people say around us it's not going to feel good so I think it was that realization that actually you know I, I was all right you know what I I was I, I was okay I was actually there was there was really nothing wrong apart mm -hmm. from you know me saying that there was something wrong and that's um beautiful yeah, yes. You said something very interesting there that there was nothing wrong. And this is something I've seen over and over. People say, help me fix me. There's nothing wrong with the me you are. It's just moving into the who you, the me you can be, who you feel you are. And it's not that I feel people don't know who they are. They've so, you know, suppressed so many parts of themselves. When you look back, who have you reclaimed that now supports you the most within you mm, that's a very good question I think um I claimed my difference so we're, we're all different aren't we and um and I think me, when I was younger I just wanted to fit in I think that's something that can happen when we're younger you want to be part of some tribe and rather than as we get older looking for a tribe perhaps that that we that you know we feel we belong to sometimes mm -hmm. we stick with the old tribe which actually is not really aligned with with who we are and it doesn't make us happy but there's um i think there can be a lot of perceived pressure to be a certain way and um you know this illusion of, of being perfect is just just you know of course it doesn't exist you made a very interesting point there, Julie, about fitting in, because formerly, if we didn't fit in, we got put out the camp and the saber-toothed tiger or wherever we were could come and eat, chomp us to bits. So it was in people's better interest to fit in. Rebels were not seen with very good eyes. In fact, a jaundiced view is a good way of putting it. So, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and, and I think that actually, you know, when we become... And we, we don't have to do that now because none of us are fighting saber-toothed tigers. But I think that to some extent we still do that. When, when we meet someone for the first time, when someone walks in a room, we form an opinion. And I think that's out of, um, you know, just to keep ourselves safe. We need mm -hmm. to know what we're dealing with. So I think that's a kind of instinctual thing. But mm -hmm. what I like to do is when I notice those judgments, because actually we never know somebody until we get to know someone properly. and um, you know we all have different aspects of ourselves and sometimes some days we might be more proud of ourselves than we are you know the next day so um first appearances can be deceiving i think but i think we do we do that thing we, we make an instant judgment to see if we're safe and then um, and then we kind of proceed from there but 
I think it's really, really useful to suspend that that judgment. I don't know if I've gone completely off at a tangent. Oh, no, I, I love that. I think that's beautiful. So where did habits come into this for you as you evolved, as you grew, as you expanded? What was the importance of habits for you? Well, I think that habits make up our, our day. They make up, and, and, you know, the kind of habits we have, some people like to say we have good habits and we have bad habits, but actually I don't like to do that because habits are habits. I think some habits serve us and some habits don't serve us. And I think good and bad is not a great way of looking at anything because we can just beat ourselves up. We think we've got bad habits. Um, but because habits that are at the root of everything, um, you know, and, and I guess I... I realized that my, what I saw as bad habits were my smoking and drinking and, you know, being in relationships that didn't really serve me um, and my eating behavior. Sounds a lot, doesn't it? Um, you know, I realized they, they weren't serving me. And at the time I did see them as bad habits, but that was really how come I became aware of habits. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that, you know, even thinking, we, we get into a habit of thinking in a certain way and, you know, our, our thinking becomes, um, you know, our thoughts become our feelings and then mm -hmm. our feelings dictate what kind of action we take or, or inaction. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, results in, in the kind of personality we have and the, the sort of behaviour that we um, exhibit. And um, it's really down to the habit of um, thinking in a certain way. So I think if we, if we choose to think differently, in a way that serves us ultimately differently, then um, that's a great habit to have. It really is because one of the courses I run is called Thinking by Design because we sometimes just go with the unconscious all the time and we forget that, guess what? We do have control over our lives by controlling our thoughts, our habits, and our actions, and using that 17 seconds. Julie, if you would, could leave our audience with just one absolute nugget, what would that be? Well, the one that springs to mind is, and it's not, and it's not something I've said, it's, it actually comes from the secret, and that's thoughts become things. Mm. So, it, it, yeah. And, and I think really just find a way to be at home with who you are. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there, there are so many things that, but I think it's little, it's little things though, isn't it? Little it's, things it's, that make the difference. Yeah. It's very interesting. We could talk for hours on this and I think I definitely have to invite you back. Um, because personas are become a habit and they applicable in different situations. So that is just a very important nugget. Julie, thank you so, so much for joining us today. I so appreciate you. People, I will put where you can find Julie on social media and everywhere in the show notes and make sure to reach out, follow her and learn how shifting your habits through shifting your thoughts and your feelings shift your life. Have a beautiful day and thank you again, Julie. Thank you for having me, Janine. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful and incredible day.
If you'd like to know more about working with me, reach out via my website. Details are in the bio. Please find me on social media and let me know what impacted you most about today's podcast. Also, if you enjoyed it, please consider leaving me a five-star rating so that more people can hear about the podcast. Have an incredible, awesome, and wonderful day. Bye-bye.